Hey there, everybody. Uh, this is Paul, obviously. Um, my audio in this episode is not super stellar. Um, it's not terrible. It's listenable. Um, the episode's still funny, and uh, we're joined by Joy, who does a fantastic job leading. Um, but just as a heads up, I did identify the issue and uh, hopefully have resolved it. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, enjoy! In this week's episode of How to Survive a Horror Movie, we watch The Resort. Joy successfully keeps us on track, Don says something about Jurassic Park, and Paul's audio is shit. Hello and welcome to How to Survive a Horror Movie. My name is Paul Palnow. As usual, I am joined by Don. Hey, I'm Don. And we're also joined by Joy again. Hello. Uh, today I am covering for Harley. Last time I covered for Don. Eventually I'll cover for Paul and I'll take <laughs> over everything. <laughs> yeah, you, you shoot for them stars. Hashtag um, goals. I'm, I, just, I just considered myself a star, so I think my cocky meter is through the roof today. Um, I'm so- excited to see what movies Joy picks for us because, uh, Paul, you're kind of on your last thread. <laughs> I I kind of feel like I influenced the decision of this movie, though, so it's not all Joy's fault. It's okay. Uh, I I tried. So I mean, you know, we're we're avoiding the, the the question, but to be fair, when they played this episode on their device, it said the name of the movie. Um, Joy, what movie did we watch? Uh, we are watching <laughs> the resort with a Z. Ooh, with a Z. Ooh. Not Get not Z resort. No, <laughs> <laughs> or resorts. It's yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, it's spelled with a Z because it's a zombie movie. Um, I, I so I want to begin with saying I love zombie movies. Zombies is my thing. Yeah, cliche, whatever. Get fucked. They're fun. <laughs> I I am really into zombie movies that are executed well. Um, you know, so Train to Busan, which you should have watched like last week. Um, I think it was. I think we did. We do that last week. We did. Okay, Joy, have you seen Train to Busan? I haven't, but I saw all of the all of the buzz about it, and I kind of want to see it. But instead, uh, I watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil again, which isn't zombies, but <laughs> I mean, fair choice, fair choice. Um, train Train to Busan. Um, for anyone who hasn't listened to our episode, go do it. It is a fantastic movie, but that is not the movie we watched today. We watched The Resort. Not the resorts or the resort. Um, okay, to give them a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a, a heads up as to what we're going to be talking about. Joy, I'm going to give you a, a challenge situation, and you're going to have under two minutes. Try to do it as quick as you can to explain this movie. Understood? Cool beans. All right. So the challenge situation is that you are in the zombie apocalypse. However. You are needing to, there is an ice cream truck you see, and it looks like it still has the freezers on somehow. Oh, God. Now, in your group of 20 survivors, um, you and one other have been chosen to run for it. How are you going to distract the person who's running with you? you you've got to, you, you've thought, ah, oh, I know this zombie movie that's going to freak them out. And you got to give them the plot while you're running to the truck. Go. Okay, so... This is just like the time in the resort when, uh, wait, was that with the survivors? Yes, it's it's the Z. Okay, so so they're 
there's a bunch of people and they're going on this like safari, but they're hunting zombies instead. And oh, uh, God. it's run by a scary corporation, which are made of pure evil. And everyone's running and there's guns and zombies on the loose. And they thought they were safe and they're totally not safe, just like us right now. <laughs> hey, oh, God. hey, are you guys talking about the movie Resort? Don, what are you doing out here? <laughs> I'm getting some ice cream. Camp. And <laughs> and there was no ice cream, and it was really sad. Oh um, my god! Wait, good. Yeah, wait. So yeah. there's a small team of five survivors, and and they have to make their way to to the dock before the island gets blown up. Oh god, that's terrifying. I'm gonna. I'm slowing down now, out of my terrified zombie stampede. <laughs> good. good. Don, I'm glad you decided uh, um, to, to, to interject. <laughs> yeah, man, See, I usually, agree. Usually I can tell sarcasm. I can't tell with you, Paul. <laughs> no, you're, you're good. You're good. Everybody, every, every scene needs a little bit of Don. Um, uh-huh. All right. So, yeah, that is the resort. Thank you, Joy. You did fantastic. Um, I would like to commend myself for my running noises. I think I did really well. Um, and Don was there, too. Um, <laughs> this, this, uh, this zombie apocalypse ASMR was brought to you by the Necropodicon Network. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very yeah, it's very fitting. Um, so yeah, that's that movie. Now, Don, beforehand, you said you wanted to stop me right here. What are we doing? Yes. What are you, what are you doing? I watched this movie the same as you, and before we get into the review of this, I, I uh, what? I don't think you watched it the same as me. I had one. Oh no, no, okay. Out. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> I think we all watch this movies at different varying levels of uh, consciousness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I feel like my perfect sequel at the end is going to be completely ruined if during the whole movie you're all easily going to find it. So I'm going to say it now because I'm too lazy to think of a clever one. Okay, that sounds like you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I love the idea of them taking something people are afraid of and giving it to them to mass produce a product. Now, my perfect sequel is they choose another thing that scares people. I'm just going to say uh, dinosaurs and create <laughs> a ecosystem and a an amusement area where they a bring pop. these dinosaurs. Perhaps well, on I mean, an island. Gonna, I mean, it's it's there's good. You know, we can talk about location. That's the of any realty <laughs> deal but have a thing where people go through and observe these dinosaurs in what would possibly have been their home environment 65 plus million years ago oh that's very interesting um yep. you want to know what it's called paul yeah give me hit me with it jurassic park oh whoa <laughs> I... Oh my god, I remember. Okay, so I'm in real life afraid of dinosaurs. Like, I will not watch any of the Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> so my roommates got me to watch those so that I could experience having watched a shitty version of Jurassic Park. Oh my god. That's, I, I love the idea that you're like, I'm, I'm genuinely terrified of this thing from the, millions The concept of dinosaurs is terrifying. Really? Dinosaurs yeah. are amazing. Nope, nope. The concept, no, you're absolutely right. The concept of dinosaurs is 
terrifying. It is, it is very antithetical to our very existence that these things be allowed to roam. Yeah. All right. I, I get it. These are way, we're talking about a way better movie than <laughs> the resource. Um, I trust you. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I've been wanting to watch Jurassic Park recently um, over again. So wait, have you never seen Jurassic Park? I saw the original one at the drive-in and the dinosaurs are really big and I was afraid of dinosaurs for the rest of my life from that day forward. Wow. I that's interesting. Um I love in the sh- I love how this show gets people to reveal their their past secrets. We we've previously <laughs> talked about how Don threw his beloved at a ravaging deer. Um we've talked about how Harley feels certain things about certain monsters. Um, I don't think... Oh, we talked about how my dad killed a guy. I Wait, what was that? Oh, did that stay in? I I assume it did. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um... And now we've got Joy's fear of, of a creature that died many millions of years ago. Um, that's, that's adorable. Alright, let's... Enough of this bullshit. Let's, um, Joy, why don't you hit us with the meat, the uh, zombie meat of this movie. Uh, let's, All right. let's get into it, because I don't want to spend too much time on this movie. Okay, yeah, same. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it starts out with, like, a glitchy, shaky cam, and I get super excited because I really love that type of thing. Wait, uh, what do you mean, that type of thing? You know, like Cloverfield and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a hand cam movie. Yeah, the hand cam stuff is, I love it. Quarantine, yeah, no, I agree, actually. Uh, I wanna, I wanna so I got, I got all super excited. Um, yeah. Uh, there's journalists that are, that are doing a story. They're reporting on an incident at the resort, which is a rich people island to go and shoot up zombies at. I want to I um, say, I'm fucking sick of, um, like, zombie movies opening with a ton of different reporters saying a ton of different things. Like... <laughs> I mean, so I Am Legend is a great movie, but it does open with the same thing, and then, like, fucking uh, The Cured also does this. Um, Shaun of the Dead kind of does it a little less uh, Michael Bay-like. But yeah, yeah, I agree. This one was just like, oh, their screens are on the fritz because of the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) I think this is the the cheap way to info dump our setting. So I'll allow it. All right. Um, so we cut through all the, the news feeds globally. Uh, we learn that the world we find ourselves in is seven years after a zombie war that was won by humanity. Humanity is getting back on its feet. Um, there's something called the Brim- Brimstone Protocol, which mm. is used to basically nuke the zombies with drones from fucking as far away as possible. Mm. Um, the Very ineffectively. Yeah, I mean, they do their best, I guess. <laughs> that is not their best. Just Considering that 2 billion people were annihilated during the, the zombie war. That's true. One thing I want to quickly mention, during this whole thing, they're talking about, you know, they get to, who is Valerie something? I don't remember. Wilson? Valerie Wilton. Wilton, I was close. They're like, who is Valerie Wilton? And then they like, oh, a philanthropist, blah, 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 blah. And she is <laughs> creating jobs. Um... And now the annoying thing is they talk about she's creating jobs. Bitch, two million, two billion people died. I'm sure there are enough jobs. Right. Like, why is she needing to create? And actually, we find out later there's only 250 people on that fucking island. Like, yep. How, how many jobs is she creating anyway? Approximately 30. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So uh, she runs the resort. Uh, they have a billion dollar security system. There's an airport on the coast nearby. <laughs> Says you. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it's, we'll it's, get it can that. be in quotey marks. Billion dollar security. Mm -hmm. um, there's a refugee camp nearby run by the nonprofit group Hope For You to help people that are being relocated from the, the zombie devastated areas. Mm. Um, the reporter is standing on a cliff and she's about to wrap her segment. Seven of the drones fly overhead towards the island and then we get the glitchy shot of the title. Oh, man. Yep. I, and uh, I, speaking of this title, uh, when it was brought to me, I was, I was looking at the list you gave. I'm like, ooh, resort, Z, because it's cool. And then, yep. like, in that same thought, I'm like, oh, Z, because zombies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot it's, I forgot what our brand was for a moment. They, yeah, they're, <laughs> they are really in love in this movie, and I'll mention it later, but they're really in love with the idea that there's a Z in zombie. Like, the, the filmmakers were just like, oh, my God, there's a Z. We can use that as many fucking places as we can. Yeah, I actually put a complaint about that in my notes. Uh, is it my, when they're in the airport? Uh, it is when they are getting on the boat and off the boat. And oh. I have my, my little graphic designer nitpick tangent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's keep going. Okay, so 10 days earlier. Uh, we're in London. Wait, it, with, 10 days earlier. Had I already checked out? I checked uh, out as well. I guess you I, did. Uh, <laughs> like, I was tweeting and talking and chatting the entire time I was watching this, so I'm like, oh, oh this okay. movie. All right. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, so that the, we flash back to, to meeting Melanie in London 10 days earlier. Uh, she has a uh, survivor's group therapy. She's having trouble moving past the death of her father in the zombie war. Someone in her group gave her a brochure for the resort and recommended that she should go and shoot zombies and maybe she'll feel better emotionally. Mm. Um, so it's got their little logo on it and it looks, I guess, pretty nice. Um, her, she, she goes home from her support group uh, to her very supportive boyfriend who's going to go with her. He fought in the zombie war as well. Um, I, I've got to stop you though. I, I hate that it was considered a war. Yeah. That that almost seems offensive, and and I'm not one to be offended by anything very easily. I'm gonna actually take back the word offended, but it seems mm. stupid because it seems like they are comparing the actual wars of you know conflicting nations and intentions um, and values and all of this to a rabid menace. And yeah, sure, yeah. it really hurt. It's like we don't call the bubonic plague a war, you know. But whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, so they call it the war. Uh, she. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joy. She later... uh, defend this movie for calling it a war. How dare you? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> that the zombies have tactics or or values or anything is is a little Generals. extreme. But but yeah. there were yeah, but there were like. A whole fuckload of them. There was a lot of them. So, so yeah. that's probably a problem uh, in and of itself. And I feel like the slippery slope of this is that, like, in like ten years, if this movie—I mean, I don't know when this movie came out—I should have looked. Um, <laughs> if this movie turns out to be the best-selling movie of all time, um, that uh, you know, pest control guys are going to be going to war when they go to like fight the rat menace. Um, uh, 2015, Paul. 
Uh, I guess it missed its boat then. Oh, well. Um, you know who also missed their boat? No, spoiler. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Melanie is having a nightmare. Um, her boyfriend wakes up and she tells him to go back to sleep. She watches a video of her father's like last helpful life advice where uh, he's telling her <laughs> that right and wrong don't exist anymore. She needs to be strong. <laughs> People will see her as weak and she's going to get destroyed. Um, and and then they're like, all right, so that's that scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It's, and it's, like, and it's, I, I want to apologize straight off the bat, Joy. You're leading a movie that I don't think we're going to have a terrible amount of insight with. Um, so that's not Joy's fault, listener. Um, that's this movie's fault. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that um, is that scene. Yeah, so so immediately after we see her being told that the world she was raised to live in is gone and morality is fake, um, <laughs> it looks like a normal like a normal scene with a fancy schmancy waiting room where they're waiting to go on a boat to a fancy island and pay a lot of money to shoot zombies. Oh, and we um, meet the jocks, right? Yeah, the the little punk gamer kids. Yeah, th- who are apparently um, gamer kids but seem like football jocks. And sixteen yeah, years old, like I don't look that bad. 16. Yeah, I was putting. The, I was being generous and saying they're maybe in the beginning of college. They're not. They're sixteen. They're not. <laughs> um, we see another group of people come in. There's a there's an executive guy with a bunch of uh, other executive guys. Uh, they're like an Asian branch of investors or potential partners, uh, and he's telling them about how they came to found this island that was all covered in zombies and they did a bid to clean up the island and instead they built a profit machine um Mm -hmm. and the asian guys want to create one of their own and he's going to show them how to do it it's like typical corporation bullshit they're like here's how we can make a lot of money off of a bad situation while not really fixing anything yay money money um there is a blonde woman at the bar that the the kids are kind of ogling and being gross um she's complaining to the bartender that her fiance was supposed to come with her uh and he bailed on her and the trip is non-refundable and boy howdy is she pissed about that oh yeah she's she's very pissed now is she the one who ends up being the sneaky sneaky yes okay so it's a it's a cover story yes yeah well i mean she she references him again later but i feel like this was her putting on an act Mm -hmm. yeah uh, I I wondered that too. I wondered if this was supposed to be a two person thing, but it didn't end up because it, she would have totally got like away it with was, it. Was yeah, yeah. Mm. She does a good enough um, job. Yeah, yeah, she sure does. <laughs> so um, we cut back to Melanie and boyfriend, whose name ends up being Lewis. Uh, no, they that see... was Lewis. I was wondering yeah. who Lewis was the whole movie. I had people saying Lewis. I didn't know who Lewis was. Lewis's boyfriend. Okay. Uh, so the refugee He's stick camps by her are like, forever. right? Yeah, I'm sure. Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> he he, st- uh, he stuck with her like he's stuck in your memory. You just couldn't keep him in. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the refugee camp is like literally right outside the window of where they're setting up to schmooze with each- all the guys that are going to the island. Uh, Melanie sees a, a young refugee girl with a blue teddy bear through the window. It's very um, cute. 
Yeah. And her mom calls her and they run away and there's camps and it looks like, you know, there's hope and optimism and stuff. Uh, the, the staffer directs all of the zombie safari people onto their boat. I'm surprised at how small this boat is. Well, yeah, right. And because when they yeah. were like, the boat will be leaving soon, I was like, yeah, and I, it looked I, like there was only one boat. Yeah, I was like, first but of all, there's tons of jeeps. Yeah, well, I was like, <laughs> first of all, like, um, why did this boat take so long to prepare? Um, because this is a small boat. And then, second of all, like, there's isn't there like 250 people on the island? They right. must run trips back and forth all day long. Like, uh, Paul, guess, the yeah. the. The 250 they referred to much later is that that was the staff that was killed. No, I know, but like they didn't okay. seem to be that many staff. It seemed to be a lot of, uh, well, I couldn't really tell how many there were. They were all wearing that sexy red com uh, camo. Yeah, sexy red com. <laughs> now I'm screwing it up. All right, anyway. <laughs> Small boy. You're doing amazing. <laughs> Um, so they get to the docks. There's a logoed fleet of jeeps uh, waiting with a bunch of red uniformed staff. Everything looks fancy and expensive. Um, here's where I have the complaint about their logo. Their logo <laughs> is the Z from the resort on the brochure. Why is it only the Z? And it's just this Z with a little ocean wave through the middle of it. Right. It's kind of lame. It Yeah, I, I get which like they're not doing great for their brand to be like, this is called the resort. Like, with a Z. It's and like, here you'll remember only the Z. Yeah, exactly. You're just going to remember the fact that this is zombies. I just, I also hated that because when they're in the airport earlier, um, on the airport sign, it uses that to to point toward where you're going to go for the transfer lounge. Mm -hmm. um, and 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 I, I don't understand. Like, wouldn't it just? Ha I I feel like it in, would just say the, the resort. Yeah, because in the context of the brochure, like you, you see that Z and you recognize it, but having it as the standalone element of the logo is kind of yeah, not I great. agree. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> they get off the boats, they get into these uh, branded bright red jeeps, and they drive up to the like fancy schmancy mansion that they're all going to be staying at. Would you call it a fancy mansion? Hmm? Mm -hmm. I, I may, in fact, call it a mansion. <laughs> uh, comedy gold. <laughs> so all of the people who are staying here get an orientation. They get gun training in groups at the firing range. Uh, the kids are awful at it. Uh, Lewis teaches Melanie how to shoot. And That's I'm an like, awkward-ass bit where he teaches now? her. Now? Yeah. Like, she... You didn't do this beforehand. You want yeah. you waited until you're on the island to learn what a gun is. Yeah, I think with the amount of money they spent getting to the island and everything, I feel like they should have also given them fire training uh, lessons. So I yeah. think they were just trying to get the most bang for their buck. It also just seems like um, the so the instructor seems to maybe be hitting on her. I like because of his the way that he sort of is against Lewis teaching her. Did anybody else pick that up? Uh, I definitely got that he was hitting on her, and then a uh, uh, veteran of the zombie war boyfriend shows up, like, yeah, in the war, and he kind of like, oh, okay, I'll find some, some... I'll go look at that blonde over there. She looks sad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's... So, so Melanie sucks at it the first time, and then she's really actually good at it, and she looks determined, like, yeah, I'm going to do this. 
Then they have a fancy evening dinner by the pool. There's a big to-do when Valerie Wilton comes down. I actually, um, before before Valerie turned up, I was like, oh, that's a really nice place. Like, oh, that's super nice. Yeah, but it then, does look super nice. And then Valerie does her spiel, and I was like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is, she's talking about how great it is. Uh, we see the blonde lady from before um, now has her hair down, and she has pink tips, and it looks really cool. Uh, when Valerie is all eyes on her, uh, this this blonde lady slips off by herself. Mm-hmm, um, sneaky. Yep, she sneaks into an office while everyone is paying attention to Valerie. She has oh my... a key card to get in the door. I want to say this is this annoyed me so much because, as you said, it's like a billion dollar security. Yeah, hmm. and that billion dollar security apparently is just key carded doors. Yeah, that's oh, it. they and they have the one keypad later. <laughs> Oh, it's so it's like that's not billion dollar my fucking hospital has that like yeah you know? <laughs> anyway um so uh valerie's hyping up the click crowd she's asking everybody why they're there all the rich dudes are yelling the the kids were actually probably little children when this all went down and and they want to fight a zombie too mm-hmm. um yeah i just realized that they would have been about nine yeah yeah they would have been like little kids Wow. Uh, so we see this uh, this middle aged white dude uh, who I refer to both as War Vet and then later as his actual name when we find it out. Um, mm. Looks disgusted about this and he walks off. Um, he did note he did note Blondie walking off into the uh, yeah, and he also notes when she comes back. Mm-hmm. He's got his eye he on knows her. What's up? Um, so the, there's two employees that come up behind Valerie with a bound lady zombie. She's wearing a white dress with red accents. We will see her again. Or um, have we they... already? <laughs> oh, no. We don't have a foreshadow queen this episode, listeners. So you're just going to have to there's, bear with us. <laughs> there's no foreshadowing because Harley's not here. <laughs> no, no, and because it's the movie The Resort. <laughs> you know, a, a little of A, a little of B. Yeah. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, we go back to the blonde lady who has slipped into the control room in the back. She puts a flash drive in one of the terminals in the back, keys in a a password, and no one notices this. There's like a person in there, and this is the control room for the entire island. Not a sink. Yeah, and she got, I think, what is it? Two doors and a a keypad, and she's into the entire fucking, the, the last bastion of like, um terror in the world zombies and she was able to just walk the fuck in it uh i don't um i don't (laughs) want to defend this movie at all uh in the next scene it explains why uh the night before that the uh security checks weren't viewed yeah that's still that's still no excuse for a multi-billion dollar uh facility to not have people at every door just to just a flex on all the visitors to let them know, like, you are protected. Yeah, as I long have, as these zombies can't hold. There are 250 people on this island, and, like, seven yeah. of them are tourists. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is out in the field uh, flipping those, uh, flipping the switches for those, uh, those carnival games that they're about to go yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. All right, yep. Okay, so, um, there's a... There's an apocalypse after party where everyone is is getting hype about how they're going to go shoot zombies the next morning. Um, <laughs> it's 
the next morning now. Ta-da! Wait, wait, wait. We, we, we do have a little bit of um, foreshadowing. Uh, I'm oh, gonna yeah. Have, I guess I'm going to have to take up uh, uh, Harley's mantle here. Yeah, I just um, skipped right Oh, monsters. Ooh. Um, sorry. <laughs> just getting that obligatory in. Um, no, but <laughs> the Valerie, uh, like, stares hatefully at this zombie lady that's been paraded around. Um, and the, the zombie lady stares back at her. Uh-oh. Is there some intelligence back there? We don't know. We just don't know. We just don't know. The next morning, Melanie sees a staffer leading the uh, the previously mentioned lady zombie back out on a catch pole. They make eye contact. She Uh-oh. looks like she doesn't look like she's crazy zombie. She looks like I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> you know she how looks at her like to put this like, makeup God. on. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in she had a host. Of, she had a host a nine hour apocalypse after party. She was beat. yep um so from from this scene we cut to the control center uh valerie is negotiating something the it guys find some corrupted files in the system and they argue over who's going to tell the boss and they said we'll just take care of it overnight they're like let's just brush this one under the carpet and no one's lives hang in the balance (laughs) no not the entire population of the world but um I, I I really hate when movies, like, you've got an IT department and something's going wrong, and they just have the obnoxiously stupid fake screens on the computers, the bright flashing <laughs> red, three errors, blah, three. blah, blah, and and then the noise, beep, 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 like, I, I, fuck you, like, you could have this character explain to another character the problem, and we would get it, without needing <laughs> this bullshit, flashy bullshit, but anyway. Yeah. So we, we kind of gloss over that as the IT guys did. Um, <laughs> the group is all led out to safari vehicles. All the weapons are already loaded up in their assigned groups. The group that we are following is Melanie, Boyfriend, a.k.a. Lewis, Blonde Lady, a.k.a. Sadie, Punk 1, Jack, and Punk 2, Elfie, Ooh, and the war vet, Archer. And their guide is Tom Nevins. Nevins, I hate that name. Yeah. I call him Tom because I don't want to have to say Nevins. <laughs> yeah, they, they made a point of saying Nevins a lot in this. I want to oh, know who did. the hell Nevins is to these movie maker, uh, the, the directors, yeah. to force that name on all of our ears <laughs> and my eyes because I watch with subtitles. So just mm. looking okay. at that word like Nevins, what is that supposed to mean? I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> paranoid about Nevins now. So they load up all the vehicles and drive out, and then they're locking down afterwards, and there's a glitch in the system. Uh-oh. Uh, where it's it's locked down. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh. Um, I t- and then I, they drive all over the island. And it's I understand fun. that I'm complaining a lot. This movie has a lot to complain about. but It, it kind of hmm. does. <clears throat> the, the next thing that pissed me off is like, all right, so you've got a, a system-wide failure. Um, so a billion dollar security system should just have a fail safe in which you have a, a manual, uh, like a manual override to stop the computer system from integrating with the gates and have the gates with an automatic, you know, lock function. But because that's how general security works, apparently a billion dollar security system doesn't work. Right? So, so then the gates would be locked and they could, they could portion that off. Well, exactly. And, and you, and you, what's wrong. You might lose a few people, but the other option is that you're going to lose everyone. 
but you know, whatever. Yep. And, and they gloss over it again. They're like, Oh, well, we'll fix it overnight. Um, they, uh, let's see. Uh, they keep the zombie lady in a smaller pen, very near the headquarters with a few others. It's very there. She's very nearby. She must be their favorite show zombie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's very Uh, pretty. She conforms to the breed standard perfectly. Mm-hmm. And haunting blue eyes. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, I, I, this is why I only had one pant leg on during. <laughs> what the? I just imagine there's a, there's a deleted scene of uh, all the executives standing, looking at the lineup of all of these and like, hmm, that this one, one is too slumped. This yep. one is missing too many fingers. <laughs> like, I don't know if you both have seen Devil Wears Prada, but just going down the line, just like utterly critiquing the the appearance of their zombies before they choose which one's going to be <laughs> the one let out. The, yep. the fancy show zombie. Yeah. Oh, these are these are money makers. These are investors, so they're going to haul out the the lady in the sundress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want the nice ones, the shiny ones. Um, so they uh, we follow the the rover out to wherever they're going. It actually looks really pretty. It um, does. They go over the safety protocols. The The young kids know every word of all of this by heart because it was drilled into their heads when they were little kids. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They go over how it's transmitted, that the fresh ones are faster, that if you get a, if you don't shoot it in the head, you're dead, etc. They have and little rhymes in the sing song voice. Yep. And they have saliva as the transmission, not blood. Yeah. Which is strange, but okay. <laughs> um, so they get where they're going, and we cut to the executives from before in carnival mode in a little village that they have set up. Uh, the zombies are strapped onto hinged targets. They pop up like little undead props and get shot, and then they tuck them back away and shoot them again later. And these investor uh, guys are fucking loving this. Yeah, they're but having like, a great time. It seems so boring. I just also when they were getting into the cars way back in the like the the hangar that they were in. One of my favorite lines is the driver. One driver says to the other, "Guys, hey, who you got today?" And the uh, the driver says, "Oh, I got these uh, these big." Dick swinging investor types. Maybe they'll do me a favor and shoot themselves in the head. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Funny line. Good driver. Yeah. In, in this big ass uh, car carpool area or whatever you call it, hangar parking lot. I'm yeah, hangar. I'm sure that there was zero echo at all in here. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Everything is is beautiful and calm. Uh, mm. The guy who is with the executives is really bored, and he says. Get them, boys. Yeah. In the most, yeah. like, completely deadpan voice where he's like, I hate my job. <laughs> yeah, he, he really does not like these people at all. Um, we cut back to the group that we're following. Um, Melanie just wants to stand there and gaze at the zombies for a while. Uh, she comments that they have more than they thought. Um, Sadie, the blonde lady, doesn't want to shoot them. Um, and the war vet archer just kind of nods and gets his weapon ready. And he's like, I don't know why you came here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, one thing that annoyed me, and again, I, it's supposed to be foreshadowing this idea that, oh, there's more here than I thought there would be, she says. Um, yeah, it's like, what did you expect? Did you think there were only going to be four left and you guys were going to be the last people to do this? I'm like, kill the last zombie. 
yeah, exactly. Like, what, I, I don't know what her possible thoughts were going into this, but it, it's it's very annoying. And obviously, it's it's supposed to be foreshadowing. We're supposed to ask now, where are all the zombies coming from? Um, yeah. Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> um, the kids are having a fun time shooting. Elfie's not very good at it. Jack is slightly better. Um, we go back to Melanie and Lewis. Lewis is is going to show her the ropes. He gets a nice, clean headshot. Melanie is is lining up her shot, and Lewis is all, like, breathing down her neck, encouraging her. Um, More yelling at her. Yeah, like, like you know, you, you got this. You can do Take it. The Just, Take the shot. Yeah. And she... Uh, the one that she's looking at turns and like looks at her, but she's looking through a scope. So it's unlikely it actually looked at her. <laughs> Nevertheless, this is enough to unnerve her and she can't shoot it and she's shaken mm. up. Um, and then Archer starts going to town and he's just a fucking machine. Yeah. He's, he's, they do this whole, like the, the camera pans around him as he's turning and he's just like, douche, douche, douche. And, and he's just dropping them. And then Jack and, uh, Alfie are like, Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, okay. I get it. He's good at shooting. Yeah. And the kids are just spraying bullets everywhere. Like little fucking maniacs. Yep. You guys having fun. His name is Archer. Do you think that was his uh, Christian name or if that was his war name? Yeah. That is his uh that is his class that he's summoned into in fate staining. <laughs> There's my my fate stay night reference. <laughs> <laughs> um so we cut back to the control room. They're still having problems cropping up. Um the skeezy tech is trying to tell the lady tech how to do her job. Um Valerie asks Tate, the the big competent dude That's... tech, to run a full diagnostics. She wants this fixed yesterday yeah like maybe last night would be a good time (laughs) part of this billion dollars goes to your bank account what the fuck (laughs) yeah so so the that 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 creepy guy who's a a creepy creeper he's all like bam bam look at that look it's fixed good job now what are you doing tonight and it's like dude really just fixing the fucking system weenie (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so for unknown reasons, the group is camping out for the night. Um, Melanie thinks it's stupid. Um, now we get a moment to learn about the characters. Uh, Archer asked if Sadie is okay. She explains this was more her ex-fiance's thing, but it is really beautiful here. Uh, she's messing with her phone and wanders off. The punks, we find out, won their way here by winning an online gaming tournament. Uh, they are 16 and they suck at a lot of stuff due to being 16. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jack is trying to hit on Sadie and he thinks he does a great job. Spoiler, he does not. He does She's like, how old are you? Oh, is and that goes, how you guys read that scene? Yeah. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because she's, she's like, Damn. how old are you? And he's like, 16. And she's like, huh. And then she walks away and he's like, that went pretty well. Well, yeah, yeah. There was, she was like inviting him in. I saw it. We all saw that look. <laughs> right, guys? That's yeah, the look right. they give you when they want more, she when they walk away. Me one time. Yep. <laughs> And then looked I, at her phone and left. <laughs> I feel like we're getting an insight into Don's past. <laughs> yes, my past. <laughs> they they do a lot of cutting back and forth in this part, which I feel like breaks up any momentum that they might have in either one of these scenes. Yeah, I agree. Um, so after the, we've given them this 12 seconds to check the logs, they find out that they have been hacked last night, but they don't know who and someone came in with a key card 
and they had a password and like where did all this come from i don't know mm -hmm. it's mysterious um and then shit starts going south fast with the system it locks up all the fences drop the techs are desperately trying to get a handle on it and failing there it's it's doing that like uh welcome to the game style you're being hacked thing <laughs> yeah it annoyed me the hell it annoyed me the hell it annoyed me a lot that um they it never really comes to a point where we like i feel like the 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 loose end that they never tied up was who had created this you know this key card for this other organization blah 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 you know what i mean we, like we do find that out what? it's okay i watched the whole movie <laughs> oh calling you out no 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 that's 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 a shame for you not me <laughs> <laughs> oh um so as soon as the fences start going down they radio out to the cars but it's all scrambled and crappy um we go back to the executives um the white guy is being an asshole he's peeing on a zombie um their guide gets the radio transmission and tells everyone to get in the car uh, there's a bunch of zombies loose. The guide shoots one while everyone's getting into the car. Uh, suddenly there's zombies everywhere. They're getting overrun. The actual resort building is getting overrun. There's zombies in the pool. There's zombies Why? in the tech here's, room. Here's another point. Why would, so we saw that there was like two or three zombies in that mini cage outside the HQ. Why yeah. were there so many immediately next to, like, cause as soon as shit goes down, it's swamped in zombies. Yeah, there's there's a big old swarm of them, and it's like immediate. So you're like, how close are they keeping them to? Exactly, where it's ridiculous. Is? That's pretty lazy, honestly. Yeah, considering they have an entire island, so it's like, wait, there's one door between here and where we're keeping a hundred zombies, and I just, I, it seems stupid. Yeah, they are they are not so brilliant. Um, <laughs> uh, the cool part is when they start re um raiding into the the tech headquarters the white dress zombie is there and she oh, sees yeah. valerie across the room and she points at her and screams and i thought that was hilarious yeah because uh, it adds this level of emotional cognizance that the zombie now has oh that had all to get all the time but now you know it brings this whole oh shit that zombie's thinking yep. um uh, so valerie immediately barricades herself in the office and lets all her staff get eaten <laughs> <laughs> Is banging on the door to get in. <laughs> yep. The computer screen shows Bridgestone protocol activated. Yep. And uh, at this point, um, I did watch this whole movie. Did I view all of this movie? No. Uh, so I had to do a little bit of cheating, and uh, IMDb tells me that uh, one of the biggest plot holes in this movie was the Brimstone protocol is activated due to island security being breached, but it makes no sense because an attack on the facility staff doesn't necessarily mean the zombies are going to get off, off the island. So it was really just she called 911 because someone dropped off the wrong package at her house. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's that. Um, yep. Uh, we, we go back to our, our little campers, our not-so-happy campers. Um, Sadie is on watch. We all feel very safe. <laughs> I, no, that's, and that's so annoying that... And cause it comes up in a second. Um, but like, so she's on watch and she's just like laying against the car and it's like, yeah, right, cle clearly this is not how you do watch. So clearly she knows that this is bullshit. 
Yeah, she's super casual about it. She's actually drinking and laying on the hood of the Range Rover looking at the star. <laughs> Instead of looking in any direction. Right. Um, so Melanie comes up and she's like, oh, it's not your turn for another hour. And she's like, it's cool. I can't sleep. And they both kind of think that Melanie is here for a bullshit reason and it won't work. <laughs> um, they both agree that they see the zombies as being too human. Melanie shares her trauma about her dad and they talk about zombie ethics. And then uh, she says, "She says, um, if we can do this to the dead, what's to stop them coming for the living next?" Um, and that's a and this that's, is where that's foreshadowing. Maybe a foreshadow. Whoa, 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 whoa! The movie's getting exciting. It's not. Um, I'm joking. So <laughs> they they then show Sadie has seen zombies in the distance. They quickly wake up the whole camp. Uh, Sadie can't shoot it. The the zombie falls when it's only showing the zombie. So you are thinking, oh, did Sadie actually do it? No, it was Archer. Of course it was um, Archer. <laughs> our guide, Tom, freaks out. They never got the radio transmission. The, cape, the camp is completely surrounded when he turns the rover's lights on. There's well, a yeah, well, big old field battle. He initially says, like, um, oh, no, that comes out after the field battle, I guess. Yeah, it so, was it was... He was like, oh, well, there's supposed to be security fences. Do you think we would really let you guys just camp out here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're paying good money. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just, I, you know, you, you have to lose a lot of respect for, I, is it Lewis who says that? Who says, like, you know, because uh, the, 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 uh, the guide says something like, um, this isn't supposed to happen. Blah, 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 blah. And I think Lewis is a bit confused on that. And then the guy's like, yeah, we have fences and stuff. Like, we wouldn't just let you die. Um, it's and it's just like, business. yeah, it's like, Lewis, are you really this stupid? Like, of course, <laughs> it's a, of course it's a show. In fact, Sadie knows it's a show. She was looking yeah. at the stars. <laughs> you naive asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Tom now gets the radio working and he gets the brimstone protocol message. Um, Everyone is scrambling for their shit. For some reason, Melanie goes to her tent. She gets surrounded by zombies. Oh, she goes Sadie. to grab a, a magazine for um, Archer, for his sniper rifle. Oh, yeah, rifle. yeah. He ran out of, he called for a magazine. Yeah. Um, so Sadie knocks a zombie on its ass and saves Melanie. Everyone rallies to the rover. Um, they're trying to get Alfie up, and he gets bit and dies. Um, so you'll note that Archer didn't get on top of the car, um, and he was the only one other than Alfie, but Alfie had some other shit going on. Um, but, uh, Archer didn't make any attempt to get on top of the car, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um. He's just that good. Oh, yeah, we, so also we're, we're given another, um, camera panning around him as he turns and shoots and we see zombies dropping like flies. What a badass. Yeah. Mm. Um, then the scene changes to where it is dawn at the camp. The place is covered in dead zombies. And the rover won't start. Um, <laughs> so two, two things. Um, a, they waited a long time to get the hell out. Um, <laughs> B, like, because that guy has to know what the next protocol is going to be. He has to know what's going to happen immediately. Um, so they wait until morning to leave. Um, and then also this car that is like their, their one safety net in, in a zombie outbreak, apparently they don't have mechanics look at it every day, and so it just shits out completely. Maybe somebody shot it. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I wish they would have showed that because otherwise yeah. it's like, oh, we dumped all our money into our security systems. We can't afford mechanics. We're just going to buy brand new vehicles and you know, they'll work forever. We also didn't buy armored vehicles because we're yeah. stupid. Yeah, <laughs> there's no, yeah, yep. <laughs> I don't know where that billion dollars went for security. Yeah. Um, so Tom lets everyone know that they only have a few hours to get safe. The whole park is down. If they want to make it out, everyone is supposed to be at the dock 30 minutes before the strike happens in order to get off the island. Um, cutting it Archer real close. is like, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> Archer makes the takeoff by himself and he's like, well, I got a boat to catch. Um, Tom insists that they have to have a truck to make it there in time. Um, and then he pulls the map out after Melanie's like, well, we didn't come straight here. There has to be a, a straighter route to go. Um, he says they can go off the trail and they can probably make it in time. And Archer decides, well, I guess I'll come back now uh, uh -huh. and checks everybody's ammo. Um, but just so you know, I could have done this by myself. Yeah. Archer's a bad ass. I, you know what I, I hate in this next bit? So they, you know, they, they get the let out and they start walking. And when I say walking, I mean fucking walking. They are on a dead, like a, 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 a deadline where this island's going to get carpet bombed, but they're fucking walking. They walk yeah. the whole way. And that they're not off. at a hustle. They're just. You, in this situation, you march, especially because two of them are war veterans. Like, yeah. fucking march. But no, they they just they just soldier on walking like it's it's a fucking Sunday They're walk. They're just anyway. taking a casual hike. <laughs> I fucking hate it so much. And then they spend literally like ten minutes every now and then just discussing shit, like yeah. just just talking about shit. And it's like, dude, talk and march. Talk and walk. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I really um, didn't get a feeling that there was an impending carpet bombing. Right. Not not until like. <laughs> you get really right down to the wire. This is like, well, we still have five hours before, <laughs> before the drones get here. Um, we, get a, we get a brief moment of Jack saying his goodbyes to Elfie. Um, little boy has emotions and it's sad. Um, and yeah, I felt bad because the whole, the whole movie, I fucking hated those characters. But Me then too. when his friend is dead, I'm just like, oh, well, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, they're, they're walking, and, and Jack says that he feels bad because he was a dick to Alfie. Um, and yeah, you were, uh, but you were also a dick to everyone else, so you might want to look into that as well. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to wait for them to die before he can, he can do that. Yeah. I would have um, been like, uh, to be fair, he was also a dick to you, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Lewis hangs back and complains about how Archer is just loving it, getting to relive his old war days. Jack uh, and Sadie kind of reintroduce each other because she's like, oh, he has emotions. I guess I should care. He's just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it turns out he's actually just a child? Shit. It was uh, this point that I, I, I just I didn't write this down because I took uh, zero notes, as may be <laughs> obvious. But uh, that that line about Lewis being uh, annoyed that Archer's in charge and not him. I wanted to introduce the episode by telling Paul, like, uh, uh, what makes <laughs> who? Fuck, I forget the line. I wish I wrote it down. Like, uh, like, who made you in charge of this podcast? Yeah. And, I, I, <laughs> and then and then I would say um, you because you followed me. Bam. Yes. <laughs> um, yep. and that is perhaps by the way the greatest line in this movie 
Yes. Um, that's that's a real bitch slap. He just he drops him with that. Yeah. Um, yep. Why am I leading? Because y'all followed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why are you leading? Because Harley dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> we love Joy. We do love Joy. And we wish Joy Joy's was doing on. great. We wish Joy was on um, more episodes, but she is a busybody. I have so many busies. So many busies. Um, yeah. Um, a, Tom, oh, go ahead. There's a there's a there's a distinction between a, a busy body and Paul saying you're a busy body, and I feel like that may be lost. But is there a distinction? If you're if you're gonna take that insult, Joy, go for it. Wait, that's an insult. What are you talking about? Uh, here in America, a busybody is like a nosy person. I guess oh. this, somebody this... who's in everybody else's business rather than their own. Well, that is not in the slightest how I meant it. I simply meant she's okay. It's a, it's a culture person. difference, you know. <laughs> she has a lot of shit going on because she popular. The schedule is crazy. Yeah. Um. So, um, Tom lets everybody know at this time that they are close to the fence, and then suddenly zombies. Zombies. Um, so they take care of this pretty easily, um, but this time one of the zombies is a park employee. Tom knows these dudes are fast, uh, so they're more dangerous. He questions how this all went to shit so quickly. Um, Sadie realizes when El- uh, Jack starts ranting about that they must have got hacked, that she's probably the reason that their system crashed. She probably accidentally planted the virus and she's like, oh shit. But she doesn't say anything yet. There's, and there's a really annoying thing in this scene, and it just follows my general theme of yelling at the screen for them to hurry the fuck up. But, like, Archer is the last one to go through the fence, and that makes sense because he's the best shooter there. So, okay, I can dig it. Um, but then when he is the only one left to go through the fence, he's still standing there shooting. And there he can easily just squeeze through the fence, but he wastes so much ammo and time. Um, just he dropping. very much does because they they don't seem intelligent enough to be able to pass through the fence. But rather <laughs> yeah. than rather than just zip through, because um, uh, there's we we approach the fence and we see that there is a van crashed into it and there's mm-hmm. just enough space around it that they can squeeze through one at a time. Oh, um, how they want? They say <laughs> women and children first. <laughs> yeah, Jack says that. Jack is trying yep. to be. Here. <laughs> Trying to be a chivalrous. I thought that was funny. Yeah, and and then <laughs> he's the only child here. He really is. But what <laughs> I like, what I like, is that Jack does let Sadie and the other one, whose name I don't know, um, Melanie. He lets them go first, um, and I like that because he's shit scared as well at the same time. But he, you know, he he still does. He's trying. He's trying. He's trying, trying to, to shoot his shot. I know what he's trying to do. Yeah, well, I mean, it's obvious what he's trying to do, but you know, you know, there's a good chance Lewis will die, and then he has like a fifty-fifty chance of. <laughs> I like how it's fifty-fifty that she will sleep with a child. In your mind, it's a, they have to rebuild. They lost two billion people. That is true. Anyway, this let's get off of this. <laughs> so um, war is hell. <laughs> There's a guy inside the van who uh, reanimates as Melanie is passing through. Um, Sadie shoots it. This is the first time Sadie has taken action to shoot a zombie. Um, yeah, she does it quick, too. She's like, bam! Yeah, as soon as her, her buddy is in trouble, she just goes for it. Um, Archer is the last one through the fence. Tom is trying to do God knows what really close to the fence, and he gets bit. 
I think uh, he's checking the guy in the car or checking the shit in the car. I don't know. He's he's doing something too close to the edge of the fence. Um, mm. He gets bit in the neck. Uh, Lewis shoots him because it's all over, buddy. And Melanie is upset and she's like, is this who you really are? Oh my, and that line pissed me off so much. Is that who you are in the war? Is that what you were like in the war? Yeah, bitch. That is what he, he was like to... in the war. Because it was a war. Like, we've, we've established that this movie is considering it a war. They, he, like, yes, that is what he was doing. He was on one side of this conflict and he was shooting zombies. Like, and it's, it's just like, what, where is your logic, woman? Because, like, the dude's about to turn into a zombie. You have to do this. But... Right. And that annoyed me a lot because it just seems like a lot of willful, willful ignorance on that character's part. Yeah, um, we get the we get the time that it's just over two hours to go now, so they wasted every time, three hours. Every time, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time, if they had fucking marched, they would have made half time. But like right. every 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 time it showed like the computer with the countdown and the zombies just mulling around in that room, I was yelling at the screen for the zombies to try and put the password in because wouldn't it be? <laughs> Although I thought I came up with a better funny scenario if <laughs> if this had been some sub-comedy or if they had intended it to be. Um, and there was a big red button that was the abort button. And the zombies are like flailing, flailing about trying to hit the button, but they just can't get it. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so we get our, our timestamp on it. Um, Jack tries to make Sadie feel better about shooting the guy because I talked to him and he was a dick. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he he literally says you did the world a favor. Yeah, yeah. yep. <laughs> He's Stay <trying>. positive. <laughs> <laughs> um, Archer tells Sadie to keep her head in the game, or they'll leave her. He points out how she was sneaking around the other night because he noticed. Um, she thought she was just downloading files for an undead rights organization called Living Two. Jack but, tells her she got played. They uploaded something when she plugged in to download stuff. Everything is her fault. Melanie nevertheless promises not to leave Sadie behind. Like, you're gonna stop Archer from doing whatever he wants. Yeah, anyway. exactly right. <laughs> I have the moral high ground. Oh, no. I have the sniper <laughs> rival, and I'm really good at using it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who else gets a cool pan shot when they're shooting zombies? Exactly. Nobody. <laughs> Did she see the camera? Devastatingly handsome and devastatingly dangerous with this gun. <laughs> I just another thing that I just reminded myself of that's annoying is um you're talking about the camera that goes around him so dramatically. I I absolutely hate that. I think they only do it once in the movie though, and it's that blood splatters on the camera for a second, mm-hmm. and and I'm like. So is the camera in the physical world? Like I don't understand. Yeah. That that's you just that's don't not, know. that's not a sh- you can't put blood on the camera if if and unless you're a really cheesy movie and you're intending to be or it's a it's one of those cam handheld camcorder movies. Right. Otherwise, see, it makes this, no fucking sense. <laughs> this pins back to my my thoughts on the opener where I thought this was going to be a shaky cam video and I'm disappointed that it wasn't because it could have been a shaky cam and it wasn't. And then it they probably tried to do this been, one thing. Yeah, it probably would have been at least 10% better um, if they had uh, done the shaky cam shooting style, but they did not. Yeah. Um, so they come up on one of the villages, which is either a set or people used to actually live here. It seems quiet. 
the scene is unnecessarily long. <laughs> um, the zombies are running through the streets, so the group tries to pass through a building like they've ever been here before. Um, <laughs> Jack and Sophie end up getting separated from the rest of the zombies who flood into the building. Um, Lewis tries to leave them behind, but Melanie is like, we need to save them. Uh, then Jack and Sadie run up the stairs, which I have in all caps. They ran up the stairs. Oh. <laughs> um, they are trying to sneak past one of the zombies that's on the little carnival slider. And Jack is grabbed. Sadie tries to shoot him. The gun gets knocked out of her hand. She frees him before he's bitten, but she's bitten in the process. Oh, no. Not his lady love. Sad face. <sighs> um, now they'll she... never be together. Yeah. Now he so definitely has to break up Lewis. It's all tragic <laughs> and stuff. Uh, she gives him the stuff that she had from Living 2, and she will be the distraction so that he can go. And she gets swarmed by zombies, and it looked pretty intense. Oh, man. You know what? There's that part where she... So she's slowly turning as the zombie horde is running at her, and then her neck, like, snaps back as yeah. she hits the ground. I was like, oh, shit, that's a bit more visceral yeah. than this movie has been. Yes. <laughs> like, I felt her hit the ground. It was... Ugh. Right. She got hit by a freaking truck zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the fresh ones are really fast. Jack is like booking it to catch up. Uh, they have everyone on one side of a fence and uh, he's just running and running and they're picking zombies off so that he can get through. They close the fence just after he's in. They're like, where's Sadie? She's gone. And they rush into the building. Um, now we have 55 minutes remaining. 55. They, they get in there and there's their one keypad. There's a keypad. <laughs> they're thwarted by this keypad. <laughs> yes. Archer tries the the probably the old one two three four trick. <laughs> Too clever, billion dollar security. <laughs> That's where it went. They went into research <laughs> companies for what for what uh, keypad uh, to put. That's great for, for their four digit code. <laughs> <laughs> they decided uh, it's a five digit code. Bum bum bum. Billion dollars worth. So, so Lewis decides they're going to go up and around. It is dark as fuck. Jack doesn't want to go in the dark place, but his protests wither as the zombie sounds get closer. I like seriously dark as I, fuck. <laughs> I like his somewhat meta movie humor and where he says, are we seriously going to go in the dark place? Like, like he, yeah. like he points out voluntarily that the, we're going there. Okay. Yeah, that, that the viewer is thinking, don't go in the dark place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's so dark that I can barely see what's going on in the movie. Um, yeah, I know. This, this also was unnecessarily long because there's nothing to see really. They're trying no. to build tension. Yeah. Um, when you can vaguely see things, there's a ton of pens. Uh, the fences rattle. They're, they have to run. They enter an electric fence run area with a gate halfway through. Uh, the walls are electrified. And it's red in there, and I don't know if it's red because it's scary or because later they say there were heaters in there. Yeah, so it's they're they're hot. That's why. Um, yeah, they're giant. Um, what do you call them? You know, um, heaters. <sighs> elements. Elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So they they get through the door. Lewis closes it behind them. Uh, Jack is bitten on the neck. Um, oh no! Melanie is trying to comfort him. Uh, 
Archer tells Melanie to walk away and he puts Jack out of his misery. It's it's kind of sad really, the I was other really little kid. For Jack. Yeah. He was really hurting too. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> he, he's gurgling and then it kind of changes into growling and Archer is like bang and it's bang. done. Um they move on cautiously into what looks like a supply area for the refugees. Here, in case we didn't pick up on it, things now say refugee and hope for you. <laughs> Sadie was onto their shit, but they got away with it. Um, here we see the little refugee girl with her blood-stained blue teddy bear. She's um, a zombie. There's enough time. They, they freeze on that for a long time for it to click in anyone else's heads that hasn't put this connection together yet. She snarls <laughs> and now there's zombies everywhere. Yep. She so, summoned to, them. So yeah. for anybody who didn't get it yet as a listener, they were using the charity or as a front to get zombies. Just putting it out there. There, there it is. There it is. Okay. Uh, so they have nowhere to go except back where they came from. Um, there, uh, Melanie and Archer hold the door shut, and Lewis sees that there's nowhere to go except up. There were chains rattling in the previous scene, and he starts climbing one now. Um, Which he's a he's a he's a piece of shit, but he's got to yeah. get some points for uh, seeing the way out. And I would have just the, the chain scene I just ignored, and then seen it again until he was halfway up. I'm like, oh, he's doing this. Yeah, he was <laughs> well, he was gonna leave. <laughs> yeah, so there's the audible like um, I think. Melanie must like yells to him like help help and then he yeah. looks at her and he looks at the chains and then he starts climbing. Yep. Um now so he, he does Archer tries to, to cover him and is like, You go next, I'll hold the door. Good guy, Archer. Yeah. And he, he does says... now Lewis does get two sets of points here. He does get asshole points, this is true. <laughs> but he does get survival points as well, no matter how we like it. He obviously doesn't pay off in the end. But yeah. as it, a survivor, it was a dick move, move, but as a survivor. <laughs> he does still get some survivor points, sadly. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so Archer says that he'll be right behind Melanie and he'll hold the door until she's up. Um then when she's up, he says, make sure that Sadie's stuff gets out. And he opens the door. And that's the last we see of Archer on this island. <laughs> On this island. Well, well done. I was going to correct you, and then you were... What? Yep. Uh, yep. There's 16 minutes left now. Gasp. Gasp. Uh, the chains lead out to a lobby full of dead people. Lewis is notably not in the shot. Yep. Melanie crawls around carefully, trying to avoid being detected. But that looks unlikely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I, she peeks out so, through the door, and there's tons of zombies out there. But before she does that, she's so she comes out through like she climbs the chain up to the thing, and then she's in like the top of this hangarish type thing, and there's a bunch of hanging zombies, and I don't really understand why they're there. Did you are see they, this in are the they food source? I don't know, maybe, but the, yeah, because there's just a ton of zombies that have been like hung up there, and I was like, why? Uh, what? Huh? Storage seems like a better storage than in pens that can fail, but <laughs> maybe that's weird. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't notice them uh, being strewn about. Where maybe they needed them to like rough them up a bit, so they throw them on a couple uh, 
spikes to make them look like they've got some puncture wounds? I don't know, but they were just it's, hanging in the dark above the... Yeah, I, It's I like... the zombie weathering area. Oh, yep. So but they get an even cook? Yeah, they, they talked know. about the heaters to make them age so that they slow down, and this is their weathering station. All right, yeah. Because they try to pass them off as being from the war when obviously they aren't, and the, the cover yeah. has been blown on that. Cool. Um... So she peeks out through the door and there's a ton of zombies and suddenly Lewis is here. Um, they close themselves in the room. He apologizes for leaving and then shows her he is bitten. Um, they have like kind of an intense moment. And then uh, she, he, well, she, go, she goes to point the gun at him, but then she yeah. can't do it. Yeah. So he has Which, to do it himself. Yep. I, uh, when she immediately, when she saw the cut in, or uh, the, the not cut, the bite, her the gun immediately went up to his head I'm like oh hell yeah she's gonna redeem herself for everything and then like oh no she completely did it she, she reversed it by handing him the only thing that protected her from him yeah i well, what i thought is i thought he was gonna redeem himself slightly i, I was hoping I was and hoping he was and well. he was gonna stand in this room and take as many zombies as he could while she escaped but um but no that's he just puts himself that out of his own misery good. And lets you know, the zombies chase her. <laughs> and then she runs. Um, she, she grabs another gun as she runs. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, so points for her again. Um, yep. She finds her way through the halls into Valerie's office. Valerie is like, "Is are you here alone? Melanie says yes. Valerie knows the way out. They only have about five minutes and they need a distraction. Uh, good news. Melanie already hates Valerie. Yeah. I guess who can be the distraction? <laughs> she they calls her a for the monster. Gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, during the struggle for the gun, the door is open. The zombies come in and eat her. The white dress zombie is the happiest she has ever been. <laughs> um, uh, so oh, I know I hate this immediate bit. This yeah. so immediately after that, we see Valerie. No, the other one. What's the girl's name? What's Melanie. the name? Melanie. Yeah. Um, she just pushes past like twenty zombies. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. running through a hallway just pushing past. I'm like, oh, okay. I... For the plot, I have to get through. You have to move, move, move. We only have yeah. 15 minutes for this movie. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you? Why? Huh? Okay. She doesn't even need a gun. You just push them aside, apparently. Yeah, she she does it football player style and just uh -huh. runs right through them. <laughs> uh, so she gets survival points for acquiring magic. And that's yes. pretty good. It's that force field, baby. Yep. Um, she's just cast disrupt on dead on herself and just went through like yeah. just, just runs right through them. Yeah. Um so as she's running, staffer zombies start running, they're hot on her tail. She runs all the way out, like straight out a door and along the edge of the island. They're coming in from all directions. Uh she this is here really... come the jets. There's this really annoying camera angle they keep fucking doing where the camera angle goes from like immediately above her and then zooms out. And yeah. we see like, oh, this time it's 10 zombies. And then they, they, they she's running and running. <laughs> and then they, then the camera angle does it again from immediately above, above her and zooms out. Oh, it's, it's 30 zombies this time. Can't count this all time the zombies. It's 50 zombies and a bunch of explosions. Oh, no. No, there's a dog. No, but anyway. Um, and I don't know about you, but that last couple where they zoomed out of that, 
Like, she was so close to them, like, there's no way in hell she's getting out. I thought it was going to be, like, the end of another horror movie we had to review a couple weeks ago where, oh, no, everyone just died. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, you need those sometimes. Sometimes yeah, it's yeah. like, this is too much for any human to overcome, and we're going to recognize that. But she's yeah. magic now. Yeah, she casts her disrupt <laughs> undead, uh, and she jumps off the island. Uh, she lands in the sea. The island is blasted into complete oblivion. So poorly done. I, the fire, she looks back up, and so the carpet bombing has, like, basically they colored within the lines of the top of the island. And so, but, like, none of the rocks on the surrounding, none of the water has been attacked at all. Like, this was a very poor attempt at stopping something that was on the island and will escape. I um, disagree, Paul. Okay. After the zombie war, they had precious few missiles left over, so they had to strategically actually target and aim them because there's so few of them left. So really, they were just being really efficient with their weapons of destruction. I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) It has been, been, did we say it's been seven years? Yeah. Yeah, it only takes 12 months to make these missiles. Um, Uh, It makes 12 months with 2 billion more people in the world. You have no idea how much sanitation shifts people had to take if they weren't even qualified for that kind of job. I don't understand then if you want if, all right, let's let's go on this tear. I don't understand then. If that is the case, why weren't there just like big fucking concrete walls around the island? I don't actually know. I was just being a, a douchebag and being devil's <laughs> advocate. I thought they were just gonna just one nuke the entire island because it was yeah, so yeah. far out. That's I, how they should have just like Oh, oh, it's a problem? Oh, I got you, I got you. Flip a switch, push that button, and it's like, uh, resort 2.0. Exactly. I, I, I honestly, I thought, oh, first of all, I was like, why aren't the explosives already there? Yeah. Uh, like, dug under the ground. You shouldn't have to call in air support. Um, but then and second especially of- it shouldn't take five hours to get there. <laughs> yeah, when That's there's a, a problem. Excessive. If, if if there's a problem where, like, you know, the most devastating virus in, in, in the world will get out, like, probably don't make it wait five hours. Um, Just there a should, thought. There should be a self-destruct button, and then you set it, and kaboom, the nuke in the middle of the island goes up. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> not, not so how now we get, the, we get the TV news uh, three weeks later. How Ooh. 250 people have died. What a shame. They what still don't sh- know about this glitch in the system. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, Melanie is the only named survivor, but she may not have been the only one. Uh, they I, show... hate, I hate that they say that. Yeah, me too. Why do they say that? Like, I don't know. She, clearly she, yeah, so if they only know, if she's the only one that seems to have gotten off, then they should just assume that that's the case. I um, would. But they're like, <laughs> Officials suspect she might not be the only one. Why do you suspect that? Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like they suspect it because they notice that there's been a whole lot more zombie headshots than usual lately. <laughs> it's like, hmm, only an archer could pull off these shots. Yes. And they all look so, at the camera and they put on sunglasses. So yep. they, they cut during this news feed into a machine shop where Archer is shown. Um, the news continues. They are looking for a connection between the resort and the Hope For You charity. Um, Archer walks off dramatically by himself uh, at the at the end of the scene, and they're showing more uh, increased like zombie protocol testing and stuff at checkpoints, um, where it's like security is really ratcheting down again. 
to make sure that this doesn't happen. Um, we show the same reporter from the beginning of the movie on the same cliff side, uh, wrapping up her live shot. And as she's wrapping up behind her, a whole bunch of zombies pour out of the ocean like some evil last unicorn parody. <laughs> and I love it. It's fucking go time. These zombies have earned it. Because uh, <laughs> they swam. And the credits roll. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, did uh, any of you look to see if there was a credit scene? I did, I did not. not. Because I, yeah, I closed out as soon as I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, mm. nope. Um, and th- and today, and I just got to say, this is like the fifth time just today that someone's recommended I watch Last Unicorn or read Last Unicorn. I can't. Well, we haven't just, said like, anything about Jumanji, so this can be our. And neither no. have I for episodes and episodes. No, I, so I, I will forgive you. It wasn't until we were talking about earlier this episode about uh, our roles. I'm like, oh, I haven't mentioned Robin Williams or Helen Hunt or nope any of those. So sorry, sorry, listen. Yeah, scrolling through, it doesn't look like there was a credit scene. I guess we'll have okay. to make up our own sequel. Good thing that's part of the deal. Woo! All <laughs> right, so we are going to move on to favorite characters and joy. As the guest, you get to go last. Don, you're up. <laughs> My favorite character was the no, not douchey. Joy. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Joy, you're up. Okay, my favorite character was this journalist character um, oh, God. who accidentally gets the scoop on everything. <laughs> yeah, She just lucks into it. She's so good at what she does. <laughs> and what would you have done differently? Um, what would I have done differently? Well, I think we've gone over several points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, probably probably something about security. There should have been at no, least no, 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 no. What would you have done differently as, as the reporter? reporter? Oh man, uh, I would have probably upgraded my cameraman after I got that previous scoop. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, all right, good stuff. Um, uh, Don, favorite character? Um, favorite character was the not douchey IT guy. Oh, the guy. The well, I think he was like Irish, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what he was. Uh, what I would have done differently is him, though. As soon as I saw that the uh, multi or the the billion dollar security system was faulty and the island of zombies could potentially revolt, I would have drove my happy ass to the dock right then and just waited for the sirens to start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody call zombie OSHA. We have some issues. <laughs> this is an anonymous tip, right? I can't be. Uh, this can't get back to me, right? I have a workplace. I have a workplace issue. I'd like to discuss with HR. Uh, we're all dead. Uh, um, yeah. All right. My favorite character is going to end up actually being. Um, I think Lewis. I think Lewis is going to be my favorite. Um, of course it is. I'm going to tell your wife you said that. Um, Lewis. He. I mean, so. He seems to have he he's a good guy at the start, right? He he's very supportive. He's super nice. He's like, look, if this is something you need to do, blah blah. And when she can't shoot the zombie, he's like, look, you don't need to do it if you can't do it. Um, but then he also turns out to be somewhat of a coward. Um, but it's realistically so. 
Like, he's done this once. He's not ready to do it again. He 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 seems to do the meth, and he seems to think, all right, look, those two are fucked, and if I go down there, I'm fucked too. Um, it's sad that he was wrong, because um, it would have been the right call if if he was correct. He wasn't correct. She got away. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's a, it's it's an asshole move um in in a world without zombies but in a world with zombies it's 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 the right call most of the time um so that sucks what i would have done differently is uh i would have walked faster that's what i would have done i would have walked (laughs) much much faster um in fact i wouldn't have been walking if you've got five hours to live i don't care if you can't run for five hours if you've got five hours to live you you do run for five hours you 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 fucking you go you get going um and so yeah that that would have been me especially he's a military dude like surely he knows we need to pick up the pace um but whatever all righty let's go sequels now don you've already given us your sequel haven't you yeah, I guess I already did give my sequel. I thought the obvious Jurassic Park parallel would have been made uh, several times over, and there were a few <laughs> scenes that I wanted to interject with more Jurassic Park stuff, but I didn't, and I kind of feel like a jackass now. So, I yeah, mean, you should uh, feel like a jackass. I Resort. am not the target audience for Jurassic Park. No, oh, not. I see. She's shrugging it off. It's all my fault. Um, yeah. I, I take ownership of that by being scared of prehistoric creatures. <laughs> um, all right. So, Joy, do you have a perfect sequel? I mean, you have to as part of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my perfect sequel starts immediately on the beach. The main character is the journalist, and it's a shaky cam movie. <laughs> That's right. Oh, nice. Recording. Yep. Damn it. I, I, supposed to, I was supposed to steal that. Um, so that's the movie you wanted this one to be Um, my perfect sequel is Jack and Alfie meet up as zombies and they now you know there's this really sweet scene where they recognize each other and then they come across Sadie and it's just this like Oh no, yeah. where are you taking this, Paul? No, 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 I'm gonna say, you know, give it a couple of years for them to work out how human emotions work. So everybody's of legal age now. And okay. just, it just becomes this love triangle of zombies that sort of explore the dead world, because the world is dead now. And you know, it's it's those three together and they mature a lot and Yeah. That's that's mine. Cool. I'm into it. <laughs> I like Joy's best. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Um, does anybody have anything else they want to say on this movie? Uh, corporations will be the downfall of humanity. All righty. You, you, you wave that flag. Um, if, uh, if we can do this to, if, if we can do this to them, what can we do to ourselves? Oh, what are you, whoa, whoa. All right. I've got none of that. Um, this movie exhausted me, not as much as the open house, but it still did. Um, uh. <laughs> I just don't even want to hear the. Uh, all right, anyway. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to go look at houses with my girlfriend this weekend. Oh, yeah, we got an open house. Ugh, pass. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Joy, do you have anything to plug? Um, you can listen to me on What That Dungeon Do, which is a D&D 5e podcast. Uh, I am also on twitch on fridays at 7 eastern on soul bear rpg playing yet more D, uh the threads hmm. of fate and 
I do various other stuff on my Twitter, which is at DireFoxicorn. I live tweet a bunch of other tabletop nerdery. Nice, nice. Done. What you got? I am a part of a new Pathfinder actual play podcast called Dustress. It's got a uh, a very unique look at how we're using magic, and I cannot wait for that to drop May 3rd, but I imagine this will drop a few weeks after that. But yeah, I play a displaced person from the planet Earth and is somehow given the ability of magic, and I get to explore other ways of using magic than I normally get to do in a tabletop RPG setting, so I'm very excited for that. That does sound pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, reminds me of an idea I've been working on. Did you steal my notes, you motherfucker? No. Um, so, <laughs> I have been Paul Bonnell. You can find me on a lot of things. Necropodicon. Necropodicon.com um, I do this. I do On the Shoulder. On the Shoulder will be... We're starting an entirely new campaign soon. We will Whoa. be wrapping up. In fact, actually, that'll probably be started before this episode comes out. So if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Um, Emily will be DMing, and I will be a player. Ooh. It's going to be an underwater campaign. What? Um, with, with mer people and, and shit like that. Um, and Kuatoas are a playable race. Whoa! Oh, cool. I'll have to check my email for the invite to join this new campaign. One sec, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Huh. <laughs> I must have Weird. hit a bird on the way through. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I do actually have a game you might be able to join. It's not that one. But uh, another thing we are doing on the Necropodicon Network is we're going to be starting a Call of Cthulhu game. It's going to be sub- somewhat 1940s, somewhat sci-fi. It's going to be horror and horrific and fucked up. Um, it's full of lore and, and consequence. Anyway. Um, and yeah, and I also have a ton of other projects. Go to necropoticon.com and you can uh, get the scoops. You can also see my beautiful face with a parrot. Um, so that's <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, all right. Everybody say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> you don't need to thank them, Dom. I appreciate every listen we get. Every Are we still recording? Can I, <laughs> can I shit on our audience yet? Don, uh, in our haste to get away from this awful, awful movie, we neglected to give our ratings for this movie, so I've been tasked with providing that for you. Speaking first for myself, I'd say that this was a fun movie for me. I didn't have a whole lot to say apart from it's clearly a retelling of Jurassic Park, and though that is silly as all hell, I gotta say that this movie was fun for me. The look at the world after a zombie apocalypse and how people deal with the terror and trauma they went through has always been a real fun thing for me. I haven't read the actual book, nor have I seen the movie, but in the abridged audiobook version of World War Z, there's a lot of care taken to talk about what those people went through and how they started to rebuild. So while this was nothing like that, I did enjoy what this movie could have been, and I look forward to next week's episode. For Paul's part, he definitely wanted me to let you know that he thought this movie was dumb. And basically, he left it at that. The lead of this episode, Joy, said that this movie was fun. It was the second time she watched it and on purpose, so clearly she couldn't have hated it too much. 
And that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to talking to you all next week. Hi there. This is Nick from the Roleplaying Guys podcast. The show you just listened to is part of the Necropodicon Network. Our shows range from tabletop RPGs to movie reviews, audio dramas, and more. Find more great shows on Necropodicon.com. There's something for everyone in the Necropodicon Network. Again, that's Necropodicon, like Necronomicon, but take out the nom and put in a pod. <laughs>